Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. Yahweh, you are glorious, 
Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you, the one true God. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Shalom, evening church. 
please i believe we are all doing well god bless you my son the royal darker prince god bless you god bless you god bless you hallelujah amen i hope everybody is doing well mrs cola god bless you i thank god for your life glory to jesus i thank god for your lives by the special grace of god i'm also doing well with my family sam l leon god bless you son may the lord increase his grace and oil on your life in the name of jesus mommy augustina god bless you god bless you my regards to the entire family god bless you god bless you tommy may the lord bless you and release his favor over your life in the name of jesus amen amen nanata sewa god bless you god bless you i'll call you okay god bless you All right, Nanata Sewa, God bless you. God bless you. I'll call you. Okay. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. The Lord bless everybody and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. You want to share the link and invite your friends and loved ones. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Share the link. Right now. Share the link. If you, do, if you don't want trouble, share the link. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> all right. All right. We give God all the praise and the glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. There is time, even for us to dive into the waters of God's word, and I believe strongly that the Lord is going to help us by releasing His light of glory even upon us and cause us to come to the place of divine understanding in Jesus' precious mighty name, Amen. All right, let's take a word of prayer. Blessed Father, we give you praise and the glory. We honor you for such a time as this in your presence. Thank you for gifting us with another evening, even in your presence. This is a moment of glory. Therefore, we pray in the name of Jesus that you cause your light to shine upon us in Jesus' precious mighty name. Open the eyes of our understanding and cause us to be strengthened by the power of your word in the name of jesus now we pray the bible says that for the entrance of thy word giveth light and giveth understanding even unto the simple we know that when your word comes into our lives any darkness will be destroyed therefore we pray that any form of darkness hidden in any area of our lives by the light of your word cause it to be dissipated 
in the name of the Lord Jesus and let your glory be made manifest that at the end we shall exalt your holy name. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of the prophetic training. Here, the Lord trains us even in His Word. The Bible says that train the child in the way that he should go, so that when he grows, he will not depart from it. Train the child in the way that he should go, so that when he grows, he will not depart from it. There is a place where the Lord trains us by His Spirit even in the way that we should go. And I believe strongly that this evening His grace will locate us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Somebody said, Daddy, I sense a joy in your voice. What's the secret? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, anytime, anytime I, I, I join hands with the people of God to share the word of God with them, there's so much excitement. Yeah, I love the teaching even more than the prophetic. The prophetic is an assignment, but the teaching is a foundation. You can't throw away the teaching and do your prophetic. You will end up missing many things. So we give God all the praise. Somebody said, because Mama is so happy to pay. So <laughs> I see. All right, all right. Let me ask Mama if she's happy to. give God all the praise. Amen. One thing that we have to understand is that joy is a command from the Lord. Are you with me? Joy is a command. He said, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. God did not see when you get money, rejoice. He did not see when you get promotion, rejoice. He said, rejoice. Doesn't matter what you are going through. If you decide not to rejoice in all circumstances, you are breaking the commandments of God. That is the reason why you need to walk in the Spirit. Are you following? You need to walk in the Spirit. Because the walking in the Spirit is what will grant you all these dimensions of what God has spoken about. Because if you live your life as a normal human being, the day that problem comes, you find it very difficult to reverse. Are you, are you with me? If you live your life as a mere man, when you don't have money, you will not know how to talk to people. You know that some of us, when we don't have money, 
when we don't have money, ah, we don't have time to. When somebody speaks to us, we get angry. Are you following? Do. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. All right. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. So, people of God, um, today I want us to go deep into the Word of God. And um, I believe many of us have questions that we are believing um, the light of God to shine on it for us. All right. If there is any question you have concerning the prophetic ministry, concerning the spiritual world, concerning the word of God, concerning anything, anything concerning our kingdom, any question, if you have any question concerning that, you can feel free and ask. Amen. All right. So the floor is yours you can ask and but put this at the back of your mind too it can be anything when i'm picking the signal concerning anybody um and i'm led by the spirit to declare it i'll know the person to. okay somebody said what does it mean when you are giving someone money is it in a dream in a vision or where it can mean many things here. It can mean many things. If I <laughs> okay, let me see. Please, nobody should bring plenty of dreams as a man of God as you mean when you are doing this. I'm just starting on this one. The first thing that it might mean, because um, let me just say this. One of the things about dreams is that atmosphere counts. Are you with me? Atmosphere counts in a dream. So it is not necessarily the act that is the most um, focused thing, but the atmosphere around the act in the dream. Because you can give somebody money and you will not be happy, you will not be joyful in the dream. And that state that you are actually experiencing whilst giving the money can even give a different meaning to the dream, even though you gave the money. So it is not just about the giving of the money, but you have to look around you, just check the atmosphere around you, how you felt in the dream when you were given the money. If you felt good and you were like, oh, let me give, God is just telling you that there is this spirit of giving that you need to cultivate and walk into it the more. Are you following and anytime that happens, whenever God is telling somebody to walk in the spirit of giving, he is about to lift the person into a serious dimension of wealth. So get ready. This is exactly what um, the Lord is trying to talk to you about. Okay, Nana Kwame then he said, Daddy, please, does this happen that immediately you start ministering to someone and all of a sudden the same person you are prophesying to comes in your vision in the spirit 
and tell you his or her problem thereafter you, you, you begin to minister to that person so most often it's about the person's problems or issue and the person confirms too yes they have it i believe i'm getting um, the question right as in you want to minister to the person and all of a sudden it looks like you catch the person in a vision and the person is telling you the problems right and when you tell the person exactly what good always happens that's how sometimes these things pop up that is why sometimes in the spirit realm when prophets are prophesying they can say i'm working with you and you are telling me the man of god i don't know i'm having this issue can you pray for me and when you say that the person will actually confirm physically so yeah it, it does happen it does happen it is one dimension of it what what happens is that you have actually caught the heart of the person you are in the person's heart that is what it means so god is actually Are you following? Good. Can you all hear me, please? So, whenever you are ministering to somebody and it looks like the person has come to you, like talking to you, sometimes you can hear. The issues of the person in the person's own voice. I see the person is the one talking to you. What it means is that you have actually um, got your spirit connected to the person's heart. When we read the book of First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verse twenty-four and twenty-five, the Bible says, "But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believeth not, or one unlearned." He is convinced of all. He is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. So you see, when it happens like that, you have just, your spirit is now connected to the person's heart. And once you get connected to a person's heart, everything that you bring out in the prophecy is called the secret of his heart including the problems what the person did and all those kind of things uh, so that is what um, it means all right so it happens okay emmanuela said my question whenever i pray for people i hear voices saying i should pray concerning things in their lives and they confirm or it comes to pass but when i'm praying for myself i don't hear anything yes because the ears that you are using to hear for people is a gift. Are you with me? It is a gift of the Spirit. And you can't use the gift of the Spirit to hear things concerning yourself. The gift is for people, not you. So the one that you want to use to hear concerning yourself, it is your own sensitivity that you need to build. And it takes time. That one, it is actually um, a work with the Holy Ghost. Mm? Your fellowship with the Holy Ghost will, will, will bring that to you. 
So you need to hear that. You need to know that hearing things concerning yourself is much more difficult than hearing things concerning people because it is a gift. The one that you are using to hear or see things about people is a gift of the Spirit. And the gift is not for you. Anytime God gifts somebody with a, a spiritual gift, it is not for the person, it is for others. The one that is for you is your own spiritual sense that you have to develop. It is called the perceptive gift. And it takes quite a long time to build that. If you disconnect from the Holy Ghost, that is why there are people at a point, they don't even pray. They don't have fellowship with the Holy Ghost. But when they enter church, they, they, their eyes can open and you can start seeing things concerning people. Don't be deceived and think, oh, you are close to God. No, giftings are not for you. See, God can do anything when it comes to people. He can even use a madman to talk to the people so that the people will be blessed. God can use even stones. Are you with me? So when you are gifted, don't let the gift sink into your mind. You will be wasting your time. That you can prophesy to people does not necessarily mean you are close to God. That is why I've known many prophets. When they stand and they, are, they take the microphone, you would think they are God. There is, there is no secret that they can really fish out. They can just dive into dimensions. But they didn't even know that they would be having an accident after um, the prophetic ministry. They did not know. Because that one, you can look at yourself. Hmm? Mostly the dream that you get, the few ones that are about yourself, you can probably they are not really clear. But when it's about somebody else, it is quite clear. You see, you need to develop. You need to develop that ear, that eyes that the Lord speaks to you through. And that one can be done through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. He will now show you, because for all you know, when the Holy Ghost wants to talk to you, He will not speak to you through visions. For all you know, when the Holy Spirit wants to talk to you, He doesn't speak to you through hearing. For all you know, when the Holy Ghost wants to talk to you, He will use some physical things to minister to you. Sometimes you can just tune your television to something and you hear a word that you know that this one is for you at this present time. But if you don't know how he speaks to you alone, meanwhile, when it comes to others, you can stand and minister to them through visions. Are you, are you following? So if you are waiting to hear, to see visions concerning your own self, it might not happen. To learn how to work with the Holy Spirit so that he will teach you. There are some of us, when we are praying and the thing is about us, you start picking things, you just start feeling some things around you, you just feel this, you just feel this, you just need to know. Meanwhile, when it's about somebody else, visions will come. So you need to learn. Are you following? So learn these things by fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost. And I've taught on this before. That is the foundation of every work that we work with God. If you can't fellowship with the Holy Ghost, problems will come. So we need to learn these things. All right. Somebody said, Papa, please, what is the use of ashes in the realm of in the realm of spirit aside cleansing of sins in the Old Testament? That one, it depends on what the Holy Ghost will see. 
every spirit can use ashes for something. Every spirit. You can meet a marine spirit in Shingon. Take ashes and do this and do this. Are you getting it? It is, it is actually based on what the Holy Spirit will say. There is not a specific thing in the spirit realm and say, oh, if, only, if only you want to do this, use this one. No, it depends on what the Holy Ghost will say. Because there were moments Jesus prayed for blind people just like that and their eyes open. There were moments we had to add saliva to um, sand and all those kind of things. It does not mean any time you pick saliva and sand and you smear it on the eyes of somebody, his eyes will open. No. That is why we need to follow the leadings and the directives of the Spirit so that we can bring out the results he wants to achieve. Are you following? Because sometimes when the Holy Ghost wants to give the fruit of the womb to three people, he might give them different directions by trying to arrive at the same point. Different directions. You tell one, hey, go and take a teddy bear, put it at your back, and just put some cloth on it, and just be thanking God. That is all. If you try that, you will not get pregnant. And it does not mean that any time you pick teddy bear and put it at your back, you will get pregnant. No. If you, if you do that and somebody meets you, say, hey, hey, are you? I, 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 how to are you following great someone said okay prophet thank you but whenever i'm done praying for people i get attacked you need to grow attacks need to be at your level it will come hmm? and it is not only at there are, the more you the more you keep growing the more the attacks will come and the more the attacks come the more you conquer hmm? yeah that is it you need to learn some of these things. You can't say, I keep getting attacks for people. Only time I pray for them, so I won't pray again. That is, that is the strongest attack, right? That you have decided that you will not pray. It is the strongest attack ever. Hmm? So keep praying. You get to a point where those attacks will not, will not come again. So it's just um, level by level by level by level. We have all been there before. Just that you need to know how to work things out. Mm. Great. It is possible. So just all right. Somebody said, Papa, please, question. I used to see things of the spirit, but currently I I thought I don't see anything. I don't know if I'm I'm getting it. What I'm seeing here is somewhere. God said, and kindly come again. I'm not getting the question um, clearly. But he said, but I have been told that my eyes will be open and you said you used to see things, but now what is happening? Is it that you are not seeing again? Okay, this is simple. Go back to what you used to do when you used to see and do the same thing it will come back maybe you have reduced your prayer time maybe you focus much more on things. you see the more you grow the more responsibilities will increase and the more responsibilities increase the more you become more physical and natural are you getting it let's say you are a single person and you used to pray eight hours a day you are married with children you can't be praying eight hours a day like that 
unless you reduce your sleeping time. You have to sacrifice a lot the more you move forward. If you decide to you know, adjust to situations, okay, right now I'm a married man, so let me pray for two hours, you start reducing your spiritual energy. If you want to maintain it, you need a whole lot of sacrifices. I'm telling you. That is why Paul was talking about marriage. He said, no, this thing called marriage, if you marry, no, a whole lot of issues are in life, dada. If you add marriage to it, it will become worse. <laughs> so, let the, let the virgins remain virgins. Let the unmarried remain unmarried. But Paul, you cannot tell us that. Yeah. Let the unmarried remain unmarried. Let the unmarried remain unmarried. Like how? Paul, we will marry. We will marry. We will still pray. Just that the Lord will help us. Shit. <laughs> Oh, we will marry, we will marry. Yeah, we will marry for God's kingdom. God bless you, Othniel. Share the marriage, we will Amen. You see, when you look at Paul's assignment, it was quite heavy than my own. Are you with me? Yeah. Paul went to Ephesus, and the assignment he did there. I may, I may not be able to do it if I was taken to that place. Are you with me? And Paul destroyed the great Diana, such a strong goddess, who had covered the whole territory. Paul destroyed her and destroyed the statue, that big, the biggest statue in the world. It was one of the seven wonders in the world. The statue of the great Diana. Very, very big. Bigger than... 80 mansions put together. Very big. Paul destroyed the thing. In fact, almost all the life of Paul, he spent it in prison. Who will marry such a husband? Hmm? That is why I told you the other time that sometimes the assignment on your life will determine whether you will marry or not. Yeah, so you need to learn some of these things. Now, some of you, the burden on you is so strong. You need to be going to Islamic countries. You need to be going to Islamic countries to do the work of God, to win souls. Sometimes they will just arrest you, they will beat you. This is what happened to Jeremiah, that God told him never to take a wife. Jeremiah, he was called the weeping prophet. He was bearing a strong bedding that many of us cannot bear. The weeping prophet. God told him, you never take a lady, never marry. So throughout the life of the prophet Jeremiah, he did not marry. And any time God speaks to him, it will be a warning to the king. And God will tell him, go to the king and warn him. You go and stand and speak as God. Say the Lord, thou O king, thou fool. Uh-huh. You see how the, the words were coming? You can't edit it. <laughs> yeah. Thou at this, this. The man will not finish prophesying. They will slap him and lock him in prison. 
he could be there. He would cry and cry and cry. There was a time he said, I decided, I said to myself, I will not even mention the name of God again. But his word is like fire shut up in my bones. I decided not to talk. Sometimes the, 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 the prophet will be arrested for three months. They will beat him in prison. And the day the king will say, it's okay, go and remove and let him go. When they, they open the iron gate, as the prophet is stepping out of the prison, now another vision will come. And the Lord will say, say it now. <laughs> and once he's saying it, you know, so you don't, you don't even respect. Huh? I've had mercy on you and I'm taking you out and you're get back. Now, no woman will marry such a man because by the time the man comes out of the prison, the woman will be having three kids already with another man. And in fact, naturally, everybody will start speaking. What kind of man is that? Hmm? Marriage is a good thing. You need to have a family. You need to sit with them. You see, even normal people that travel a lot, people speak. What is, what is that? You have a family, you need to sit with them, get family time, you know, get this, you know, your children, they need security, your wife needs this, they, 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 they will be advising you every time, making you look like what you are going to do to is nonsense. What will you tell a man that is going in prison because of the gospel? Go and read your Bible. When Jesus met Peter and the other disciples, the only thing he said to them was, follow me. They had wives. They had wives and children. They follow me. If one guy decided that, okay, master, let me go and just bid my family farewell so that I can follow. He said, you don't know. You don't know what to do. You don't know what it means to work with God. Follow me. <laughs> Is it not the same Jesus that loves marriage? He said, follow me. Forget your wife and children. Follow me now. That's what some of you, when God calls you, my son, let's go. So God, my wife, oh God, my, I have, to, I have to. God will say, fine, it's okay, stay with them. You are not worthy of the assignment that I've given. Hey! God told the prophet Ezekiel that you, you are going to be one of the prophets that I will use in a unique way. Never should any tears come out of your eyes. Never. Don't cry for the dead. When the Lord told Ezekiel that, three weeks later, Ezekiel's wife died. <laughs> then they look at the, the man looking at his, his wife like his wife's lifeless body and he cannot cry because of the commandment of the Lord. You see? May the Lord help us. And some of us say, ah, you cry and you cry and, and spoil the work. God, what? What are you telling me? God, see? <laughs> your own in-laws will come. The way you are not crying at your wife's funeral, we are sure that you killed your wife. You have been beating the woman. So you killed. You are not why are you not crying? 
your wife is dead and your eyes are always say like that you you are you are a suspect hey amen all right may the lord help us in jesus so listen to me that is the reason why you have to maximize your single life are you with me there are many things if you marry today you find it very difficult to do i'm telling the truth if there is any gift you want to grow start growing it now that is why you should not entangle yourself with unhealthy relationships you talk on phone for three hours you are not serious you are not serious what are you discussing if it is not about the things of god what are you discussing huh you ask our dear dear sisters who have children in the house <laughs> even the small boy that we had recently master people can't sleep in this world people can't sleep in this world you have to go to work very early in the morning <laughs> sure. huh? that is why i respect mothers i'm telling you myself i don't sleep sometimes around 3 34 a.m i'm not trying to rest that is the time to the senior man to be active sometimes you wake up and fall when you are about to rest his eyes will be widely open and he wants to laugh and dance around <laughs> and he, he tries to laugh and you don't laugh with him ah then ready for action i'm telling you so you see these things if you have not developed your gift small is it that time that you are going to develop your gift? Forget it. Forget about it. I'm telling you, forget about it. <laughs> sure. That is why as a single person, this is the time. Hmm? This is the time. You need, because there are many responsibilities that will come as you go. Whether you like it or yes. And the more these responsibilities come, the more you are choked, your mind is occupied with plenty of thoughts. Because sometimes, when you are saying you don't care about school fees, you don't even care about it, but marry and give birth and see. But then the school fees of your children can become a thought for three weeks. Three weeks! Meanwhile, that time you would have used that to meditate on the word of God. See? When you are single, that you can just eat banana and sleep. You are married. Your wife will eat um, this and this. Your children will eat this and this. this. <laughs> you see, you can't be, you can't practice much more economics when you are married. For grabber it. Yeah. Just say, okay, I'm fasting. So this week, um, at least I will save something small. No. You can you can do that when you are single, but not now. Are you following? To maximize your, your single life. 
if you want to know God, know God more now. Know God. Sometimes uh, you are in a vision, all of a sudden your baby will cry, hey! then you come out of the vision. <laughs> hey! Meanwhile, when you were single and you were in your own room, you can enter the vision and end clearly. Then you even see cast. It's a vision. We come a cast in Abba in Jamaica. This one, this. Hey! <laughs> but you are married. Sometimes when you, when you want to pray, Shakada, but are you here? Then you have to go run. You see, so clap, clap for the married people, clap for them, clap for them. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. So when you see a married person with plenty of children that still knows God more than a single person, you see, you that single person, the way God will slap you, huh? The way God will slap you. People with plenty of responsibilities still get time to know God. And you single person. Somebody's paying your school fees for you. You don't have any responsibility. You are misbehaving. What are you using your time for? You go and meet God. Alright, let me take another question. Serious, and you see, most of these children exactly, professor. It is at night that they will start running temperature. You can't sleep. Some of these, some of these temperature changes and all those, they are not even sicknesses, they are just immune system kind of um, restructuring. Are you getting it? <laughs> yes, that is why sometimes children can fall sick, and you give them all manner of drugs. They will not respond. Just leave them alone for some time. They will start becoming fine. It is part. It is part of the whole work. And if you don't know, you kill yourself. Some of you are, you are single people. You don't want to hear. When you hear that children are crying, something is doing you. And you want to marry. <laughs> you need to be baptized again. To me, I don't even like the sound when they cry. I don't, when they cry like that, they cry loud too. I don't know what to do. Hey, they want they will go and marry a, a stick. Hmm? When you get shovel, marry the shovel. That one they will not give birth. I'm telling you, sometimes when you have gone to church and you are dead and they will start making noise. Then those who have not given birth will start looking at you. Oh, mommy, I'm in a you're making we are listening to the word of <laughs> we go save our mothers. Share. Somebody's a man of God for, for getting to a year. I've, I don't know the message that our pastor is preaching. <laughs> I don't know the, the message.
Can you hear me, please? All right, great. Let me take some other questions. Let me take some other. Okay, somebody said. Okay, you see, I don't want to、um, go much into interpreting visions and dreams. It will, because I know many of us, we have dreams and we have visions. If I explain somebody's own, we will all bring ours here and the whole thing will tend to interpretation of dreams and visions. If I get it. So let me let me take let me take more questions. Hey, so are you telling me that you don't have any question in your work with God? You don't have any question. Please, is interpretation of dreams a gift or a skill? It is a grace. Are you getting it? It is a grace. But it can be a skill because everybody can develop it. Because everybody dreams. Everybody dreams. So everybody should be able to interpret dreams. Just that at a certain extent, there are some people that are specially graced to interpret certain dreams. Because dreams are naturally codes you know, that you would need to decode and uncode. Uh-huh. It is not all the time that what you see exactly in a dream means the same in the physical. So you would need codes. That is why you have to first be schooled. There are some dreams, no matter how skilled you are in、um, interpreting dreams, you get to a point where you cannot continue. You have to be specially graced before you can, you can see that. Are you following me? Look at the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had that Daniel was able to interpret even to him. How can you see a statue with the head of gold and say, and the head of gold is the kingdom of Babylon? How? This is a decoding. Are you following? Good. And it is a special grace by the Spirit of God. That is why the Bible said, these sorcerers. They went to Nebuchadnezzar and said, There is a man in this land, and the spirit of the gods is in him. He will be able to help you in understanding what you saw and what actually it means. Get it? Yeah, so you need to、um, understand that. All right. Any other question? Somebody say, Papa, please. What is the title of the background? Is it the strings? Oh, okay. I think the, it is on YouTube. It is Prophet Manasseh Achu Prayer Strings. 
Prophet Manasseh actually prayer strings. You can just get that on YouTube and then download it. All right. Okay. Someone said, Papa, please, what is exactly the use of shofar? It has many meaning, um, many uses in, in, you know, in different cultures. Are you getting it? So once you say shofar, shofar is a Hebrew word. So you'll be actually connecting it to the Hebrew um, dimension. And in the times, during those times, they sounded the shofar on certain specific occasions for specific reasons. There is a way when you sound the shofar, it means it is time for the soldiers to gather for war. It is called an alarm. And there is a, a moment when you sound the shofar, it is for jubilee. When it is for jubilee, you rejoice. And that moment of jubilee is when, if somebody is owing you, and the person has not paid, and we enter jubilee season and they sound the shofar, the person is not supposed to pay again. So in the, when that shofar is sounded in that jubilee season, all debts are cancelled. That is the reason why a man of God can use shofar in um, spiritual connotations. He will sound the shofar and said, As I'm blasting this shofar right now, by the power of the Spirit, let every death be cancelled. He's actually trying to fulfill a particular scripture, and the Holy Ghost can use that as an avenue to bring to pass what the prophet or the man of God is doing. And exactly, and in New Year too, they do that. Are you getting it? Good. So, it is for many. You can even get it and just use it for your own personal thing in covenant. You can tell the Lord that, Lord, as I'm blasting this shofar, let this and this and this and this happen. And according to the covenant, the Lord can start opening on what you are believing Him for unto you. So, that is it. And it is understand that it is not only Christians or um, Hebrew people that, that blast shofar. No. Go to South Africa and see. Their cultural thing also, they use that. People even use that to call animals. Mm. So they have ways and means and different purposes for these things. That is why there is not just one use. So based on the season and the time and the um, circumstance and what the thing will be blasted for. All right. Somebody said, Papa, please, what made the birth and life of Jesus Christ very doubtful to others? They believe in the Lord, but not... No, you can't believe in the Lord and not Christ. You can believe in God. Hmm? You can believe in God because there's a difference between God and the Lord. You can believe in God and not Christ. Are you getting it? Yeah. Because Christ is the way to the Father. Eugenio, God bless you. Christ is the way to the Father. But there are many people who say there are many ways to God. So we choose those ways. And one of the beautiful things is that the let me say one of um, the enemy is very smart. Hmm? And 
there is whenever god is trying to achieve something on this earth i want you to know this this earth is not alone are you following if you are very spiritual you will know that things don't just happen on earth no before anything can manifest on this earth it must pass through many realms before it manifests here so now in that realm when any spirit is enlightened the spirit can see what is about to happen before it happens are you following and even just in the midst of the of the sky the firmament things are revealed before they manifest here that is the reason why i told you you see before you you were born somebody entered into the, the stars to know what your destiny is about because there is no destiny on this earth that does not reflect first in the stars the bible said god you see god made the sun the moon the stars and everything for the earth <coughs> he made all these things because of the earth are you following so there is nothing that is happening on this earth that will that is not already originally or already registered in the stars in the sun and in the moon because they regulate things on this earth that is why the bible said that god made the lights when he made the firmament and he made the lights in the firmament for days for years for seasons so if there is we have days on earth then these days are regulated by the sun the moon and the stars if we have years on earth these years are regulated by the moon the sun and the stars are you following if we have seasons hmm? so what actually happens when is well when you hit a point where it is supposed to snow and it snows and understand that snow and rain and um summer and all those kind of things we came to meet it are you following we came to meet it and we, there is nothing we can do to change it because there are things that have been registered in the heaviness they are controlled by mighty beings there is a being in the in the, in the realms of the first heavens called snow so what snow is a person a female personality in nature very very beautiful i mean very beautiful if you have seen her before she's the one that controls everything concerning snow a mighty giant being are you following and the rains are actually from the the sea that is above the firmament and is also controlled by a being that is male in nature are you following you need to understand some of this that things don't just happen that is the reason why the birth of the lord jesus christ there is nobody born on this earth whose birth was not spoken of in the stars the day jesus was born a star appeared that is why 
when some of these people want to know what is about to happen to the earth they launch themselves into the stars even our own meteorologists they can enter into these dimensions and say ah it will rain next week so for four days now the the the, the whole uk will be cloudy and they, they can give us weather reports whilst we are all sitting here with them how did they see that they went straight into the the realms of the clouds and they decoded what is about to happen and so you see anything that is about to happen on this earth is first seen in in the clouds in the in the in the stars are you following good now this thing also applies to the birth of jesus christ the birth of jesus christ was also written in the stars you remember god told abraham something god told abraham something in the book of genesis chapter 15 genesis chapter 15 verse 4 and 5 genesis chapter 15 verse 4 and 5 the bible said a message came from the lord to abraham again this one will not be your heir instead the child who will be born to you will be your heir now listen god is speaking to abraham as at that time, Abraham is having many um, you know, properties and he does not have a son who will be an heir to all the things that he has. And he's crying. He said, I think I have a servant. He's called Eliezer. And maybe when I'm, I'm dead, he'll be the one that will um, rule over everything. And God said, no, this is not the one that is going to be your heir. But out of your own lungs, a child will come. Now, listen to what the Bible says in verse 5. And the Lord took him outside. Look up at the sky and count the stars. If you can, your descendants will be that numerous. Now, when you read from the King James Version, the King James said, He said, And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars. And tell the stars. Now, God is speaking to Abraham about the children that he's going to give birth to, but he's not telling him to look into the stars. Why? Because there is none of them that will be born on this earth who is not originally registered in the stars. Are you following? What am I trying to say? The birth of the Lord Jesus Christ was originally painted in the stars. So demons that had access into the stars knew that definitely there will be a son that will be born. In fact, God even told the devil Lucifer in the, in the garden. He said, the same woman that you have caused her to cause all humanity to fall, out of her, a seed will come. Are you following? That is why when the enemy understood what God wants to do, they got to know that Jesus will be born by a virgin. They knew everything in the stars. 
Then they started replicating the same story long before Jesus himself came. So, when you go back to history, almost all the religions that came before Christianity, almost all of them have their leader being born by a virgin. Almost, when you go to Hare Krishna, that is the exact story. Are you following? When you go to the Greek, um, you know, mythology and all those dimensions, you also have Zeus, they have all those people. These things were, so they knew all these things. That is why when Jesus was born by a virgin, they said, oh, this one is also part of those people. He's not, he's not someone like this story. They are That is the reason many people are finding it difficult to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following? And all these beings that reflected, that came to the air as gods, through virgin women and all those things, they are, they are beings from the realm of the sun. So they are known as the sun gods. I've explained this before. When we were talking about the mystery of, um, of Christmas, I explained these things. The sun gods. So if you see them, when they, you see a picture of them, they, they have a certain round thing around their head, which is a symbol of the sun. That they are the, the sun gods. Are you following? And they are trying to make Jesus one of them because his birth was similar to the birth. But that is not true. So we need to understand some of this. One of the reasons why people are finding it difficult to believe in the Lord Jesus is that they think that what um, surrounds his bed and everything is just an old story that we are trying to you know display and everything are you following in fact the first person that did that was called nimrod 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 in the book of genesis chapter 11 the word of the lord spoke about the fact that the whole world all the people on this earth were having one language and the man by name Nimrod led all of them and they wanted to build a tower. Now, if you go deep into Jewish history and into the Babylonian Talmud, you, it's a very big book that will constitute many mystical and historical things. Now, you would understand that this man by name Nimrod, the wisdom that he had to build that um, tower was so strange. Are you following? The guy built the tower with a specific, with specific kind of, um, you know, parameters, some measurements. Then this one was actually, let me say, induced by a certain knowledgeable spirit. You follow me? I taught something here the other time that God's original name, yesterday I made mention of it. God's original name. God said, I appeared unto your father, your, your, your forefather Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by the name God Almighty, which is El Shaddai, but by my name, Yahweh. I did not reveal to them. So the original name of God is Yahweh. When you go to the Hebrew understanding and 
Hebrew um, language. The name Yahweh just as maybe a name Joe has three letters J O E. Yahweh has four letters in Hebrew, which is Yod He Vav He. Now in Hebrew, there was something that they used to believe. I will give you the term later when I when I recall. There is a certain term they used. They used to you know do something that is known as permutation and combination in our time. Yes, I've, I've thought on this before. You try, so when you pick yod hey vav, you, you pick the first yod, you let it stand one side, vav will stand one side, um, he will stand one side, vav will stand, then another he, so that you, have, you now have four letters. Then later you pick the first yod and you um, multiply it with the he, then you get yod and he, then you pick the yod again. Are you getting it? So it's like permutation and combination you are using one to multiply all of them then you pick the other one the next one multiply with all of them then you pick uh -huh. they begin to break it down and all this the single things you are getting is called genine g-e-n-i-i exactly like loto it is called permutation we have a, a name for that in Hebrew. I'll, I'll get it for you. Very, very prophetic. If you do that, you are going to get 72 genai of the name. I've taught on this before. 72 genai of God's name. So the name of God has 72 genai. And that genai actually speaks of the same the assignments. I told you when you go to the heavens, we have 72 princes. These 72 princes rule over 72 nations or kingdoms. And I said that the whole world is divided into 72 nations and kingdoms before the Lord. And we have 72 princes that rule over all these 72 princes or kingdoms. Are you following? And all of them have their names from the genai of God's name. Now, the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10 that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Now, Nimrod has surfaced and he's saying that let us build a city and a tower so that we'll get a name. So the guy got to know a certain secret about God's name. He knew that it is a place of refuge. It is a tower. And when we speak of a tower, we are actually speaking of a heightened place where spiritual power is... Um, dispatched are you getting it it is the the high place of every city so the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run it into it and it's safe so Nimrod decoded where did he get the knowledge because this thing happened before solomon told us that the name of the lord is a strong tower this thing happened from the onset of man's um you know multiplication no nimrod and when god saw what nimrod wants to do and realized that all the whole all, all the earth the people are one speaking one language god said no if i if i if i sit down what this because the guy has entered into a dimension and you see according to jewish history the tower that Nimrod was building with the people, the tower had 72 pillars. 
Now we know that God's name is a strong tower. And God's name has 72 g This guy is building a tower which is exactly like the name of God. And that tower has 72 pillars. What is the guy trying to do? Is he not mimicking the name of God? Meanwhile, God said, I have exalted my name above myself. He is trying to make himself like God. Then the Bible said, God came. God struck him. The man died. But when Nimrod died, he had actually married. The very day he did his wedding, that was the day God struck him and he died. Three months later, they found out that his wife was pregnant. They went to the woman and ah, your husband died during your wedding and you are pregnant for three months. What happened? Then the woman said, the spirit of my husband came to me and she, my, the spirit of my husband filled me. <laughs> and when the spirit of my husband filled me, my husband still told me that there will be a fruit in my womb and he shall be the Messiah to the nations. So the woman that Nimrod was married to was called Semiramis. Now this woman conceived and gave birth to a young boy by name Tammuz. And when Tammuz came, he said they should call him the Messiah. The woman, she was a virgin. She, got, she, she, she gave birth without any man having an affair with her. But a spirit came to overshadow her. Don't you remember what happened to Mary? When angel, the angel Gabriel appeared to her, he told Mary, Mary said, how can these things be? He said, don't be worried. For the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. He will overshadow you. And that holy thing you will carry will be the savior of the nations. Exactly the same thing that Nimrod played this thing long time before Jesus came. Long time <laughs> when you go much into Hare Krishna you realize that it is the same thing the same story when you go to this Zeus and all those guys the same story the same story that is why I keep telling people that can I say it again Even though the birth of Jesus is prophetic, but if it is about you being born by a virgin, it is not something difficult. Because I've seen women who got pregnant without any man sleeping with them. It is possible. It is highly possible when I'm when we look into the spiritual dimensions. Are you following? Yes. A man of God can pray for a woman and you you get pregnant. And it can happen. I'm telling the truth. It can happen. The woman did not have any sexual relation with anybody. But it happened. So even though the birth of Jesus is unique, it is not entirely unique. Are you following? The most unique thing about Jesus is his resurrection. Resurrection. And that is what God has born again. 
Are you following? Great. So let us understand. So one of the reasons why people don't believe in, in Jesus, people believe in God. They believe that there is a creator, like a God that created something. And then we know. But they don't believe in Jesus Christ. So, Mr. Papa, please, what do we have? Anything that represents I serve in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit. Oh, I serve was just um, something that was used to cure eye problems in the times of old. It was just a token. Yeah, but in this, anything can be an I serve based on what the Lord wants to do. Anything, anything can be answer. Right, someone said, please, Pastor, sometimes when I talk to people and come back into realization, they'll be telling me what I said is deep, and I become confused because I can't recall anything. And sometimes, feels fire at my feet. Please, what is happening to me? It is just the manifestation of the, of the prophetic. To keep praying, get much time and tell God that He should help you grow in the prophetic. Yeah. It is just a manifestation of the problem. Okay. I think many questions have come and I didn't see. Let me go and check. Someone said, please, is anyone holy on this earth? Yes. Holiness does not mean you have not sinned before or you don't sin. Holiness has nothing to do with sin. When we say someone is holy, it means the person has been separated from something to a specific thing. Are you getting it? Holiness is not sinlessness. You can't say, so when you say God is holy, it means God does not sin. That's not what we are talking about. Don't, don't try to bring sin close to God. Holiness is separation. Hmm? Just that as human beings, we can become holy by, by also being separated from sin. It does not mean that if you don't sin, no, you are holy. No. I don't forget what I'm saying. Do you know that God can even make your shirt a, a holy thing? Your shirt. God can tell you that, dedicate this shirt to me. Anytime you are going to preach, wear it. Don't wear it at any time. Unless you are going to preach on Tuesdays. So when it is Tuesday and you have a ministration, a preaching assignment, wear this one. When it is Sunday, wear a different one. But when it is Tuesday, now, the moment God says that, he has separated that shirt for a specific purpose. The shirt has become holy. Are you listening to me? Good. So the word holiness means separation. You have been separated unto something. Mm-hmm. That is why when somebody is working and God says, from today, stop the work, go and do my work. The person has been separated unto the work of God. That is holiness. That is why during the times of the priests, there were holy utensils. When you enter the, um, the temple of God, you will see some utensils that have been declared holy by God. Because 
they are used for holy things. You can't go and carry that um, bowl from the temple and use it to cook gobe. God will slap you. Because it is only dedicated unto the temple service. Are you with me? Are you following? Good. Good. So you need to understand that holiness is separation unto God, dedicated unto God for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. So there are holy people on this earth. Yeah. Yes, that people don't want to stay holy. That is the problem. And righteousness is actually what is about sin. Hmm? Sin actually is just somebody being separated from God, disconnected from God and his original dimension. I told you that when you sin, then the next thing is you die. Hmm? And in death, death is actually seen in two main dimensions. The first one is when you are disconnected from your own body and when you are also disconnected from the, your, your territory or your estate that is death so in the, that's why when we were in the garden our bodies were made with the glory of God but the very day we ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we sinned and we died so God told us that when you eat you will die what was that death? we were disconnected from our bodies and that body was glory that's what the Bible said for all have sinned we are falling short of the glory of God Right now, you are having a new body, which is not the body, it is called the body of death and sin. So, if you decide to, you know, give your ears to the feelings you are feeling in your body every point in time, what you will become, you will be shocked. You will be sleeping with people in the street and you will not not feel anything. Are you following? Because that is what the flesh would want you to do. Because that is not the original body God made. So this body is called a body of death. If you listen to the voice that is being ruled by your flesh in this body, you become, you become worse than an animal. Are you following? Good. So now, when you are brought to now stand before the Lord, a right standing before God, that you can now mention God's name, you can now come before the Lord, and even take blessings and do this, you have been declared righteous. Meaning, you, are, you can now come to God. You, are, you have a right standing with God. But that is not all. Because righteousness is not just only imputed into us. There are levels in righteousness. Are you following? Good. And I want you to know that the righteousness that we have right now, it is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. I hope we all know that. <laughs> it is not your own. Yes, because Jesus was the one that God declared righteous. And when you believe in him, your belief in Jesus will let you be a partaker of his righteousness. That is it. But that is not all. So we have a righteousness that is a foundation and that is the one that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. So now you begin to grow 
that foundation is supposed to lead you into things that right now um, you, are, you are righteous in Christ Jesus. So you need to grow. The more you grow in Christ, the more you will do away with certain sins. Because the more you sin, that is why when you sin, the Bible calls it the dimensions of sin. There is a particular sin that leads to death and a sin that does not lead to death. The Bible calls fornication a sin against your own body. Sin against your own body. So when you die, you are disconnected from that body. So when you go and sleep with somebody, the Bible says, don't, God tells you, don't do that, don't do that, and you keep sleeping with the person, you can die. You can get HIV AIDS and die. It's a sin unto your body, and it's a sin unto physical death. Are you following? If you go among people gambling and don't do that, and you go and there's scatter, pa, 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 people shoot, and you, you are hit by a bullet and you die, you sin and you, you, you die. You need to understand some of these basic, basic things. Are you following? So anybody that is in Christ knows that he can now go before God without any condemnation. That is the righteousness in Christ Jesus. That is why when you are coming before God and you have even done something wrong and the enemy is trying to condemn you, there is a way you come before the, the, the Lord and we use his blood to cleanse guilt. Then you now walk boldly in righteousness before the Lord. Understand that the blood is not for you. It is the blood of Jesus Christ that will speak for you. If it were to be your own thing, then your sin would have stopped you from going to God. Because demons will go to God and tell God in the court, you don't deserve to come close because you are sinful. That is why when we read the book of Zechariah chapter 3, the Bible spoke of the high priest who, high priest, he was wearing a filthy garment. When we say filthy garment, we are talking of a garment with the stains of sin. Demons will resist you. Let's say God wants to lift your spirit into heaven. Demons can resist you because of your sins. That is why the blood must speak for you. And when the blood speaks, it reaffirms that you are now a believer of Christ, so you are righteous. The righteousness of Christ Jesus covers you. Are you following? But then you need to now also walk. That is why the Bible said, said he leads me in the path of righteousness. So righteousness is also a path. And we walk on it. If you don't walk on the path of righteousness, it means you are doing what you are not supposed to do. So when God tells you that don't fornicate and you don't fornicate, you are walking righteously. It is called an upright life. Are you getting it? Good. So you need to understand that. Alright, somebody said something. Person said, please, if you do something good to someone, for instance, that's someone money, and minutes after that, something bad happens to you, please, what does it mean? Does it mean you shouldn't have shown kindness or the kindness has rather saved you from something? Which is which? It could be both. It could be both. But most of the time, the enemy is very smart. He does some of these things to stop people from giving again. Are you getting it? So you just first need to um, be led by the Spirit to know how, when and who to give to. And these things are... So that when certain negative things happen after you are giving, you now decode the source. And you now understand what the enemy is trying to do. 
Are you getting it? Because there were people who gave in church massively and the enemy started attacking them with a whole lot of financial problems. They gave in church. And he said, I think I'm not supposed to show in this church. I think I'm not supposed to. I think, and once you stop, that is what the enemy is trying to achieve. Because he knows that if he allows you to stop giving, he has locked many doors. The moment you stop, you can start. You will, you will not bounce back. So you need to learn some of these things. Some of these things are just attacks against what God is planning to do through what you have just done. Listen to this. Anytime you do something that God approves of, God would want to give you returns. Are you getting it? Anytime you do something that God approves of, God would want to give you returns. Now, that returns that God wants to give you, the enemy will try to frustrate it. So it is your responsibility to now stand against the frustrations of the enemy so that you can prepare yourself to receive the returns that are coming from the Lord. There are people that the Lord told them you will become great, you will be the wealthiest person in your family. The person went back home, no, his, his last money that was in his room was stolen. Ah, God said I will be rich and now I'm broke. What is happening? The enemy will let you go through some financial hardship and you start thinking that what the man of God said is not true. These are keys you need to know so that you don't miss what God wants to do. Some of us, when we get to places and moments like that, we give up and then we, we, we stop the prophecy from being fulfilled. Understand that whenever a good thing is coming from above to you, you will go through a whole lot of attacks. They just want you to miss it. Daniel prayed to God. He wanted to understand some mystical secret and God sent an angel to come and reveal it to Daniel. Whilst the angel was coming, he was arrested by another prince. And the angel wrestled and he couldn't overcome. So the angel called. Daniel did not stop the prayer. Some of us would have stopped. Oh, no, no, I'm tired. I'm tired. But, you know, you say you answer as the moment we call you. I've been praying and fasting for 21 days now. What is it? What is it? Oh, no, I'm tired. And once you quit the prayer, so long as Daniel was in prayer, the angel was having the strength to even call on Michael to come and help him. So if Daniel had stopped the prayer, we, don't, we wouldn't know, know what would have happened to Gabriel by then. Are you following me? So it's not time to be giving up, giving up, giving up. Let me tell you, sometimes when you are about to walk in a certain dimension of God's breakthrough and blessing, you will go through some hardships first. You need to understand some of these things. Anytime you see yourself going through hardships, try and decode it. Even if it is the devil putting that hardship on you, it means something big is coming. And if it is God also taking you through that, oh, then something bigger is coming. Don't, don't look at hardships and give up. No, they are actually supposed to be the propelling force that will be within you for you to jump into dimensions. You pray more. You the Lord will release victory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. Okay, any other question? I think I've missed many questions, but let me go up and check. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Any other question? Somebody said, okay, I think I've answered this one. Okay, somebody said, 
Daddy, please. Please, that's okay. Okay, let me. All right. Tommy said, please, Papa, I learned that if you sleep, your soul moves out of your body. Please, can't the devil arrest the soul of the person that the person can't come back to the life? That's a very nice question. But it is not your entire soul that leaves your body. No. When your whole soul leaves your body, you die. Are you getting it? So when you are sleeping, it is a dimension of your of your soul that leaves your body. It is called the astral body. It is not always the astral body that leaves. Based on the kind of experience you have in your in your dream or in your sleep, and the dimension of your dream that you live, of your soul that will live. Because the soul is in many dimensions. Your mind is there, your imagination is there. You can even use your imagination to travel. Do you know that? When somebody is telling you, okay, now, when you get to Kegitia and you pass left and you are going to Dr. Mensa station, when you get there, see, when somebody is saying that and you are imagining the place, do you know you are traveling with your mind and your mind is a part of your soul? Are you getting it? So you can actually come out of your, your whole body and start walking somewhere else in your mind. Why is it that they don't catch your mind at that place? <laughs> That is why we travel a lot. Are you with me? Because you are you are multidimensional. You are not this body is a trap. This physical body is a trap. It traps all your dimensions. But if you learn how to live outside this body, ah, you will be blessed. Hmm? Because with this body, if I'm here, I cannot go anywhere else. Unless I take a car, I will be limited. But by the spirit. My soul can travel to many places. That is why even in the prophetic, you can see things like that. We are here, we have not been to the U.S. before. But we have been there several times in the spirit. Amen. Are you following? Good. So you need to understand that. When somebody sleeps and the person is dreaming, a part of his soul your soul is made up of many, 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 many bodies. Your mind is a body on its own. Your emotion is a body on its own. Your imagination is a body on its own. You see? So the type of the body in your soul that jumps out will determine the type of dream you get. But mostly, it is the astral body that moves. All the realms that mostly we keep seeing in dreams, they are astral realms. When we say astral realms, we are actually talking about the word astra is from the word stars. Mm-hmm. So dreams are stars, starry dimensions. And your star actually carries what is written concerning you on this earth. Not everything. Are you getting the picture? So your astral body is the part of your soul that is connected to your star. That is why when people get you in dream, they can easily know what God has said concerning you because it is written inside you in your astral body. They know. Are you following? So the thing is, any part of your soul that jumps out of your body when you are asleep or when you are dreaming, there is a connection from that part to your body again. And that connection is, is a certain cord. It's called the silver cord. 
that is the call that will bring you back to your body when you wake up. Let me tell you, people launched themselves. Hmm? People launched. There are people who have dreamt this. They were dreaming. They did not wake up again. It is possible for you to meet a certain negative spirit who can see your silver cord and cut it. Oh, it happened. People slept. They did not wake up. It is not all spirits that can see that there is a silver cord. No, you would need a spirit that is much more strong. In the same way, somebody can walk in and say, Ah, there's an angel here and nobody is seeing with the person. Because the person is enlightened. The person, is, the person has been lifted to a certain spiritual height. You yourself, what you do, you don't, you don't even see that there is something on your forehead connecting. You don't even see your body. How many of us before we come, we, we don't even know how you got out of your body. I hope we all know that. You don't know. You just slept, you know, you, you saw yourself walking somewhere. How you started dreaming. You don't even know when you slept off. So nobody knows the exact time he sleeps. Nobody knows how you get, unless, if you know how you get out of your body, then you, are, you must be enlightened by a spirit. Or you need to have exercised your soul to a certain higher degree. Like, the witches, they know how to come out of their bodies. And they will see their body lying down there. And they will start walking using their astral body to many dimensions. Now, in that astral dimension, your mind and your imagination is the highest thing. You can say, once you jump out of your body, say, okay, I want to, I want to move out, move through my ceiling. You can do that immediately. You can do that immediately. Are you following? I want to go to um, Venus. Can you hear me please? Good. So, we don't know when we come out of our bodies when we are sleeping. We don't even know. You need to be enlightened by a spirit before you can do that. Yes, even that do you can change it. You can change it. Work on it in prayer. Work on it in prayer. And whenever you are about to sleep, tell God, show me something concerning my life. Pray that prayer as uh, things will start changing. Are you getting it? So, Tommy, it is possible that a certain spirit can attack. And mostly it is, it is rare because most of the spirits that are fighting after you, they don't want to take your life to give. Some of them can't. Because in your astral dimension, you are quite strong. You are quite beyond the physical. At that moment, your mind becomes your source of power. And your your direct direction. Are you following? Yes. Let me tell you. Look at how these witches operate. If they come out of their bodies, they see their physical bodies lying on the floor, and they use their mind to do everything. I'm walking through my window right now. Then they are outside. They walk through the window. I want to go to Venus. Pack, you'll be there within some seconds. 
I want to go to this place. I want to work in Germany. I'm telling you, people do that a lot. With their minds. They travel with their minds to places once they come out of their bodies. But some of us, our dreams are controlled by other spirits. So you dream, you see yourself in your grandmother's house. <laughs> your grandmother's house, whilst others are traveling to realms, you see yourself in your grandmother's house. You force her trying to get out, it will not be working. Can you all hear me? So we need to understand some of these things. Our problem is that uh, some of our spiritual experiences, dreams are controlled by other forces. So you can't really be free in your movement. Some of us would dream and see ourselves in our grandmother's house. Grandmother's house will be tormenting you. Are you following? Great. So we need to understand these things. The Lord will help us. Alright, somebody said, Please, what does it mean? I have seen myself flying several times, flying by imagination and focus. I've never committed anything bad of it. No. Flying does not mean you are evil. No, 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 no. You can fly. You can fly with your imagination. You can do that. Your imagination in the realm of you using your imagination, there is nothing that can stop you. Are you following? Yes. Just let your imagination be, be, be good. You can even use your imagination to travel to better places. And lay hold of better things. I'm telling you, you can do that. These are some of the exercises we need to do. Hmm? Some of you have seen yourself um, flying in dreams before. Somebody wanted to attack you. All of, you were running and all of a sudden you saw yourself flying. Sometimes it's actually a symbol and a sign of spiritual strength. Yeah. So we need to understand that. Okay, somebody's but daddy, please. The Holy Spirit also allows the prophet to experience such out of oh yes, the Holy Ghost can do that. That is what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Tracy said, Please, does couple have individual destinies to be fulfilled, or once you become a couple, you share a common you have individual destinies but you are all supposed to merge the destiny because you the woman as you are helping the man that is your destiny i think you are getting what i'm saying so the woman is a helper your help to the man is your destiny that you are fulfilling that is it it is not your career career is not destiny so you can be a woman 
you can support your husband fulfilling his assignment whilst you are a medical doctor, whilst you are a lawyer, whilst you are all these kind of things. That is, you have to understand that career is not destiny. Are you following? Good. So you need to put that at the back of your mind. When once you marry a man, you are supposed to, supposed to submit. You submit to him and you help him in the fulfillment of his assignment. That is your, your assignment also. God will reward you for that. Are you getting it? So you need to understand that. Great. Alright. Someone said, please, how do you build intentional consistency in prayer? Give time. Allocate time for yourself. And make sure you don't go against it. It's as simple as that. Hmm? Okay. From every 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. I will pray. Continue with that. Just do that. You, you develop it. Don't let anything stop you. All right. All right. Any, somebody said, Papa, Daddy, please, I listened to one of your pod, your past podcasts today. You said there is a female angel. Please, my question is, is there any scripture that back it? Oh, I gave a scripture. Hmm? There are female beings. There are angelic beings. With wings. The Bible spoke about it, I think, in the book of Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 5, verse 9. The Bible said, Then lifted I up my eyes, and looked, and behold, there came out two women, and the wind was in their wings, for they had wings like the wings of a stork. And they lifted up the ephah between the head between the earth and heaven. Then said I to the angel that talked with me, Whither do these bear the ephah? And he said unto me, To build it an house in the land of Shina, and it shall be established, and set there upon her own beasts. See, so these are beings. Now let me tell you one thing. When you when you enter into the realm of, of, of heaven, we don't we don't use genitals to differentiate angels. Are you getting it? There are certain things that angels do not have unless they manifest in the form of men. They don't have genitals and they don't have navel. When we say navel, we are talking about a puma. Because anybody that has a navel was born. But angels were not born, so they don't have that kind of thing, and they don't have genitals. Are you following? When they manifest in the form of men, because they have manifested as in the form of a day, must either be a female or male. And definitely in men, we actually um, differentiate males and females with genitals and some other things. Are you getting it? So definitely do. And that is why when some of these angels manifested in the form of man having genitals, they ended up doing what was wrong, sleeping with women and 
problem came. Mm -hmm. So let's get that. All right, let me take one last question. Let me take one last question. Okay. Someone said, please, Papa, I heard Reverend Obofor telling someone who needs anointing to do what he used to, used to, that he will come and take him in the night to somewhere. Please, do, do you men of God take people to places? <laughs> ah, I've not done that before. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Only God knows. <laughs> I don't know. I've not, I've not carried anybody in the night. Now I'm afraid we'll be asked the same young cop. Yeah, I've not done that before, so I don't know about that one. <laughs> Amen. Hey, may God have mercy on us. Someone said, if imagination is a good spiritual exercise for seeing, then what will be the spiritual exercise for hearing? <laughs> All right, I, I love that. Let me tell you, you cannot. You see, hearing is quite difficult than seeing. Are you getting it? Yeah, meanwhile, it is easy to many people. It is easy to many people. That is why. Trying to exercise your 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 ears is very very um, difficult, mm? and deep inside you there is a still small voice, a still small voice, and that voice is actually heard. You hear it in your heart, in your heart, not in your physical ears, like an audible voice. You see, some of us we have been trained in such a way that. If the thing is not audible to our physical ears, we cannot hear. That is where the, the problem is. This is the reason why everybody can just be seeing something, but it's not everybody that can hear things. Are you following? So you can close your eyes right now and you can see some view, dream, you see plenty of things. The whole when it comes to the seeing there, because it is just you can try to just do one or two exercises, you, you pick it up. But if you want to grow in hearing, you need the Holy Ghost to help you. Are you with me? You need the Holy Ghost to help you. Because for now, the only physical exercise that I've, I've known that can help with your, with your hearing is for you to be in a quiet place and quieting your soul. It is it is one of the most difficult things in the world. <laughs> to quieten your soul. The gift of tongues. Yeah. Unless the Holy Ghost helps you and it becomes a gift, then you can just start using that one to speak to you from the face and from the realm of the spirit. Are you getting it? 
good. All right, people of God. May the Lord bless us. Someone said, Papa, you, you the prophet Jesse, I hear this. I hear that simple life. That's why I said it's a gift. We develop it. Hmm? We develop that gift. If you have that gift, you develop it, then you begin to grow in it. There are many prophets who can see, but they cannot hear. Because hearing is quite some way. And as I was explaining the other time, I said, when it comes to um, the revelations from the Holy Spirit, hmm? when it comes to you, as the prophet, it comes in many levels and dimensions. Someone said, please, is anyone holy on this? I think I've answered this question. I've answered the question. Didn't I answer the question? Is anyone holy on this? I think I even explained more. Good. So maybe you want yes, yes or no. Huh? Yes or no will not help you. You just need understanding. All right. So I think I was answering a certain question. What question was that? Yeah, so the hearing is a, is a you can just um, develop yourself in that is it's a gift. Then, as you mature in it, yeah, as you mature in it, you can just um, you see <clears throat> when in the prophetic, I told you um, the other time when I was teaching on that that there are levels of visions. Mm-hmm. First, you can. The vision will come in the form of a still picture. When I say still picture, an immovable picture. Picture be just a picture like that. And sometimes it will come to your, your the eyes of your mind or your imaginative gate, like as a flash, then it will go. See, the more you grow in prayer, the more you grow in fasting, the more you grow in the things of the spirit, you realize that it will move from just a still picture to a moving picture. So now you see the picture, but it will move. That means this time around is not just a flash, but it was taking quite some other seconds. Are you getting it? Good. Then the more you grow in that, it will also move from just being a moving picture to some short, short, short videos. So you see the thing on your eyes like a short video. Mm-hmm. Now that video will be without sound. You will not hear sound in it. Because as at that time, the ears have not been open to hear what is happening in but still you can prophesy with that because you can just look at the 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 vision and get interpretation and prophesy with it are, are you are you getting it good then the next dimension is when sound is added to the vision you are seeing as a video so this one is like video with sound it's like you sitting down watching television and you are hearing whatever is happening it is that dimension that you can say a woman has said that she will never allow you to uh, you see you can just hear the thing that somebody says something 
through. Then the next one is when you, 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 your soul is carried into the vision. So it means that you are part of the vision. That is when you'll be traveling with the spirit, with the angels to places and everything. Uh Then at that time, you can even be given a task in the vision. You can be told by the angel to to slap somebody, to to lift this one and put it here. You are causing changes in the spirit realm. And you, you come out of the vision, it will start playing in the natural. Then the next dimension, which is very rare, it does not really happen, is when the spiritual world is mingled with the physical around a man. That time you have, before you hit that dimension, you should have been walking in visions and in the spirit realm for a long time. Where the, the physical would just mingle over that dimension. <laughs> I'm still believing God for that. I was listening to um, Prophet Ibed Angel some time ago and he was talking about how they, begin, they began to have these experiences. My goodness, the thing can just happen like the spiritual world has mingled with the physical. Nobody is seeing it, but you can see it. That you know, huh? you are, when you are passing somewhere and an angel is standing there, you can just hit the angel like a normal wall. Say, oh, sorry. Meanwhile, nobody is seeing anything in front of you. It, it becomes, like I'm telling you, it's a serious dimension. It's called the Mara realm. He said, Prophet Ibn Angel said one time he was with his friend, Prophet Emmanuel Makandiwa, and they decided that they are praying until they see something. They prayed uh, for weeks. They did not go out. When they were coming out of their room after the prayers for about weeks, the moment they opened the door, uh, the door now that they, op- they entered uh, in, into their room with, the moment they opened the door, they realized, I don't know if you are getting let me just explain it this way. You have a main gate to your house. Mm-hmm. You know that when you open your, the door that is leading you to your room, when you open the door from inside, you step into maybe the corridor or the porch. I hope you know that. Good. So when you open your door and you come out of the room, you have stepped into maybe the corridor. But this time, they, after weeks of prayer, they open the door and they are actually standing, they are looking at the back of the house. <laughs> they are, they are, it is before them, physical like that. At the back of the house, meanwhile, you need to open the door, walk through the corridor, and pass through about five rooms before you get to the main gate and come out. Like what? Like, what is it? They entered into the room again, came out still. <laughs> you get confused. You get this. It is a dimension when you hit that dimension and you begin to stay in that dimension. The earth will go to God and say, "God, come and carry your son." It is what happened to Enoch. You now you become you can't live like a normal man on this earth because you the spirit realm is more tangible to you than the physical. You can be walking, oh yeah, you are, your hand is just you are making your hand as if you are shaking people, and everybody will be looking at what is what is happening. You know how you are you know you are shaking angels by giving these angels handshake. Oh God bless you. God bless you, sir. God be- hey!
yeah so that is that is another dimension it's a realm when you hit that realm it is better you don't live among men because nobody will understand you that's why it doesn't really happen it is in that realm that god can divide you yeah? god he can divide you into dimensions and send you to places at the same time it is a realm it is called multi-locational dimension where prophet Iber angel one sunday morning he was preaching in zimbabwe 9 a.m at the same time he was in london in manchester sorry and he was preaching there too at the same time with his physical body everybody could touch him so they were touching him in manchester we also touching him the same time the same time <laughs> the kind of experience that jesus had when he resurrected from the dead the bible said he appeared to over 500 people at the same time so some people were walking on the road of emmaus he was with them as at that same time he was appearing to certain families the same time no so at that time jesus was plenty he was at many people no everybody could hug him in their different places and they could feel the body of jesus but other people also hug him this is a, this is a realm exactly when you hit that realm you 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 become more like a spirit than a, a physical being yeah and in that realm when you when you walk to a place you are you are actually carrying the whole glory of god to the place and you see a lot of strange miracles signs and wonders happening people all of you start experiencing like gold dust around you people have seen that gold dust gold dust and that is the beginning of this realm before you enter into that realm you can go to youtube and type prophet kobus then you just add gold dust manifestation to it and search for it prophet kobus kobus k-o-b-u-s you just type prophet kobus gold dust manifestation you will be shocked what you will see people were just worshiping gold dust started appearing on their bodies plenty gold dust you can also go and, and type um joshua mills oil manifestation joshua mills oil manifestation the man came out of his hotel room oil was dripping from his hand they brought two glasses and he put his hand on his hands on the two the all the two glasses got full as the oil was dropping like they were pouring it realms of glory realms of glory that one is beyond anointing it is not called anointing it is called the glory realm the glory realm where there was a man we all know um sadhu sunda savaraj i hope many of us know that man that indian um, prophet he said one time he was praying jesus appeared to him and said there is a man who is over 300 years and he's still alive i want you to go and see he said what 
then the Lord Jesus took him in the spirit to a place where the man was hiding. Then he said, tomorrow start a journey, go to the man. The man started the journey and he went to a cave. The man was hiding there. The man said when he got to 30 something years, God carried him to the place. And God has changed him. He does not eat. He does not eat physical food. The man getting close to 400 years, God has made him one of the angels that go about to save people on our ways. An accident is about to happen. Somebody is about to die. Bah! All of a sudden, the person is delivered. This man is among the angelic beings that do that. He is a man that God has changed. He has lived. The man has saved many lives. Meanwhile, they don't even know. When, when Sadhu saw the man, he said, the skin is white. The hair white. The man cannot speak any physical language, natural language again. Jesus Christ. He possessed. Hey, glory realms, glory realms in the name of Jesus. When you begin to hear these things, some things begin to stir up within you. And you want to enter realms. A man by name E.W. Kenyon, he made a decree that nobody dies in his church. The man did ministry for over 40 years. And within that period, nobody died in the church. Nobody died. He invited the man of God to his church to come and preach. The man of God finished preaching and he said, If you are sick, come, let me pray for you. Nobody got up, even including 110 year old people. Nobody was sick. You can't be in that man's church and be sick. A declaration. The man has grown to a certain realm. But they don't just say it that you know, nobody, it is not just by saying, you know, it is a realm that we get to. In our work with God. Hey! When you begin to hear this, we want to praise ah, on ending. Kappa, rakapa, rakataka. You see? That is why the devil doesn't want you to hear these things. He will choke your mind with the needs, with the school fees you don't have, and you become a mundane, a, mon- a, 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 a mere man, a mere man. Yeah? Go and check. There was a woman by name St. Catherine of Siena. Go and check. St. Catherine of Siena. Those saints, those times, Catholic Church was not what we see. St. Catherine of Siena. The woman, she, she was there. She loved God so much. She did not even marry. She loved God, uh, fellowshipping with God. So, so anointed that Jesus appeared to her. In a vision, and Jesus gave her a ring and put the ring on her finger and said, You are my bride forever. She woke up and a ring was on her finger physically. <laughs> she dedicated her whole life to God. And the last seven years she spent on it, she never ate any food. She only took in Holy Communion. That flat round thing. So you take it and a small, just small drink 
she took it for seven years. No, no, no water, no food. Only the Eucharist. Men dedicated like their, their entire lives to the work of God. Today I when I heard the story of Saint Catherine of Siena, I, I was boiling. Jesus, what are we doing? What are we doing? Women, women, since Teresa, go and check. My God. Hallelujah. These were mystics. Mystics. The heaven that you want to die before you go. People were visiting heaven every day. Some people can go to heaven three months, they have not returned. Three months! They will sleep. You go and you meet their bodies on the bed. They are gone. Walking in realms of heaven for months. No water, no food. They will come, they, when they get back to their bodies, you, you look. So people cannot fall sick. Their bodies are different. Different. People of God, you can walk with God to that extent. You can walk with God to a point where, in fact, it is not. You see, when you go back into history, you know that some people even disappeared. They did not die. It is what the Bible recorded about Enoch that we, we all know. People, people walk with God in dimensions that are unprecedented. You, you cannot even think about it. But most of these people are women. Strange, mystical dimensions. They were just trafficking heaven, just like that. Trafficking heaven. According to history, the birth of um, this man, Manuel William Branham, the man, the day he was born, a light from the sky came so down to the earth and entered their, their house. It was a small um, wooden house. The light moved around the man's head for three times and went back into the sky. That man became a strange, a strange prophet. Strange prophet. He was baptizing people after a crusade. Once he was baptizing them, a voice came just as it happened in the time of John the Baptist. He said, this is my servant. Believe. What? A man. This is not Jesus. The Bible said that aprons and handkerchiefs were taken from Peter was walking behind somebody's room. The person was sick. The person was dying in his room. Then the shadow of Peter fell on the person in the room. He didn't even know. But the moment the shadow fell on the person, the person got up. I'm free. I'm fine. I'm supernatural strength entered the person. Sickness disappeared. All of a sudden, Peter didn't even know. He left. Paul was going to preach. And they said, people, we, Paul, we, Paul gave them handkerchiefs. He said, take this handkerchief. 
if somebody is sick, put it on the person. And miracles will happen with the handkerchief of Paul. Miracles, signs and wonders. And you are here, your whole life is around a boyfriend. Your whole life is around a boyfriend. You are not serious. There are certain men, they can't eat, they can't drink because when they see evil going on in Ghana, they, do, they want to die. They have sold themselves out to the Lord. John Knox said, Lord, give me Scotland or I die. Until I see that Scotland is serving the Lord Jesus, I will not eat. Lord. Hey, a man! And one time, when Elizabeth, as at that time, came and said, I don't fear anything in this world except the prayer of John Knox. When the man prays, things begin to shake inside me. Kola Mashai. There are men that work with God. Men that work with God. A deadly virus came in the times of Jacob, in the times of John G. Lake, killing people. The man said, Expose me to the people. I want to go. No. If you if you tie the little tie, say, let me go. He laid hands over two thousand people. They all got healed. And when they used the microscope to check his hand, they found out some of the viruses were dead in the man's hand. They were dead. They were dead. And all the people got healed. Now what, what happened? COVID-19 hit us here. Hey! The pastor said, If you are not wearing nose mask, don't come here. If you can't, I will slap you. Wear nose mask before. May God have mercy on us. Even till now, some churches, they sit according to COVID-19 arrangements. And they wear nose mask in church till now. She, she, she. There's no power. There's no power. Because everybody is looking for money. Money is good though. But let me tell you. Let me tell you. May God help us. One day when we join Lions Prayer Fire, we pray for power, sir. And glory. We will not lift any prayer talk. Nobody will talk. We will pray. Our needs have taken over our prayer. Why don't you open your mouth to pray, Lord, my marriage, Lord, my travel, Lord, I need money to pay school fees, Lord, Lord, Lord. Every time, what you need, what you need, what you need, you don't go to God to walk with Him. There was a man that God said, dedicate your left ear to me. So the man from that day, he put his left hand on his left ear. He was not listening to anything. In the left, except the Lord is speaking. It's only when God is speaking that you put his left hand down and God is speaking to the left ear. And he did that for 40 years. The man is in Nigeria, an evangelist. 40 years. This is priesthood. Priesthood. Jesus. You see, God can entrust 
heavenly secrets to people like this. Even to what God wants to do in the whole nation, you can come to one man and say, You are my friend. I want to do this. So pray, okay? The man will just go on his knees for 40. Some people are right now. The reason why many people in ministry are flourishing is because some people are still on their knees in prayers and in fasting. We don't see these people. They don't, some of them have not even married. Because the burden on them is so strong, they can't take a woman. But they are the reason why we are seeing things flourishing in the Christendom right now in many places. Let them die. You see how things will shift. May the Lord have mercy on us and increase us in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Please, at exactly 12 a.m. GMT, we are going to meet right here for priesthood time. It's going to be the opening of our um, three days prayers and fasting experience that enforcing prophetic decrees. Hallelujah. So make sure you join us. God willing, 12 a.m. We are going to fire prayer. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. Mega one word from the Lord. Is also on its way. I will let us know the very day um, during the moment of um, the prayers and fasting. May the Lord bless us and increase us. May the Lord open the heavens above us and empower us to walk in His will. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I'm going to upload the um, teaching right after here. So if anybody wants to download it and listen to it again, you can do so. The Lord bless us all. We shall meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. GMT. Shalom. If you want to support the work of God, the number is 024031255. God bless you. We shall meet. Shalom. Bye-bye.